0: A B C A B C A B C A B C One two three.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Uppy and Stash Show. I'm your host, Uppy, And, man, tonight's going to be an awesome night. Um, I'm going to s- skip the usual opening. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. Uh, we got some new voices here tonight that we're very excited about. Um, first and foremost, we have the OG. The OG being the original guest. Uppie's back with us for the first time since May. So it's been almost a year. This is Uppy. How are you? What are you drinking?
2: Hey, all you, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> 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 i am drinking corona i have to support uh corona in this horrible time
1: yeah especially since they stopped production because it was not deemed essential but i'm not sure how socal is but up here in norcal they're still churning out as much beer as they did before so we're probably dumb americans but i'm okay with it in this sense
0: um, <laughs> i'll say this much there is no shortage down here i think there's enough in the warehouse to last us probably to get to the middle of the summer then I'm then I'm a little concerned once it gets to July. And there's here. Sure. All right.
1: <laughs> so moving along, uh first time guest we have uh, a man that goes by Dodger Insider. Dodger, how are you doing
3: tonight? And what are you drinking? I'm doing good. Uh, really happy to be here. I'm actually uh, to keep it in the you know in the in the in the Dodger realm of things, I'm drinking an Australia Michelada right now.
1: Nice.
3: I think that's the first. We never had that before. So Dodger Stadium tree, baby
1: nice (laughs) and of course we have uh stash and beardo as always so uh how are you doing gentlemen and what are you drinking
0: i guess i'll go first first. yeah Yeah, i'll go first beardo thanks for letting me go first um ladies first (laughs) daddy first but anyways (laughs) um, i'm doing i'm doing the 805 um born on california central coast i'm doing a properly chilled beer why because it was the only cold thing in the in, in the refrigerator i had food for less so <laughs> i grabbed it <laughs> they were restocking <laughs> they were restocking and i went to test the beers that i wanted and they were hot and i was like i don't have enough time to make this fucking cold enough so i need to get get it cold now so 805 was it Coors oh. was hot and i'm not gonna drink a hot Coors. Like- and the heineken was also hot or yeah, it, it tastes like german piss so that's why i didn't buy it <laughs> <laughs>
4: Perfect, All right here, I know you got something good. What do you got? I do have something good. You talked, you talked so positively about it last time that I had to get me some. So I got some hop candy from Dust Bowl. Um, not only am I drinking the hop candy that you got for me, I'm also drinking it in this beautiful new glass right here. Look at that; it's even got my name on it. Hmm. Love it. Thank you, Uppy. So that's what I'm drinking, and the hop candy is absolutely lovely. Does it taste like candy? Does it smell yeah. like candy? It smells it like
2: pinecone to me.
4: It's kind of sweet smelling. I
1: don't, See, that's what I thought too, but I don't that smell like? that at all. Yeah. You yeah,
4: know, it's yeah, good stuff.
1: Uh, same thing as Beardo because um, I got my beard the same time I got his because uh, I picked it up for him. So I got the hop candy. I think it's some sort of hazy IPA with lactose. I think it's about 7.5% alcohol, and don't listen to Mrs. Eppie. It totally smells and tastes really sweet, and mm-hmm. this is why they called it candy, <laughs> and it's delicious.
4: But well, I'm not going to lie, though, that if I did not have this tonight, I would be drinking the 805, so Stash That's and fine. I would be twinning.
1: That's but, fine. As long as it's not Heineken and Core's Original. I like let's, a good Heineken. Brothers There's nothing is wrong the with called. Heineken.
4: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: So uh, we're going to let Dodger, uh, before we forget, because I I probably would forget at some point, um, why don't you introduce yourself real quick? Uh, Twitter is the main game, so
3: yeah. yourself. No, I, I'm, uh, I try to report as much accurate Dodgers news as I can. I started doing it probably just a little bit under a year ago, right after the season began last year probably around this time and i don't know just try to you know kind of share share everything that i can about dodger baseball and kind of baseball in general um, i had to do that last year after the dodgers lost in the first round so um it was, it, was, it was a little bit different and this year was supposed to be a big year but certain things came up and we're here here i am
1: right we're all here it's mid-april there's no sports whatsoever just crazy times and
4: oh it sucks um,
1: we're certainly um happy to have you um as with happens with a lot of guests on the show somehow some way there's a weird stash and twitter story involved um but this one seems a little bit more normal because he's a Dodgers fan. You're a Dodgers fan, so.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, well, originally I tweeted at him my OnlyFans page that only has one follower, and that's myself, um, and that didn't work. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so huh, I didn't just impress you that's him. On. bizarre.
3: <laughs> I followed it. I followed it, yeah.
0: and I realized people were
3: people were people started tweeting at me. Why are you following this guy? And then I had Why it. You to unfollow it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds there, about he right. there he goes. There he goes. No, you know I'm, I'm a big Dodger fan, and um, I noticed a tweet that he had put out there about wanting to do some podcasting, and I said, "Hey, great opportunity for you know to have a um, fellow Dodger fan to come on." And um, this guy provides great content online, anyways, and, and then here we are, you know, we're yeah. doing it. So,
1: so I do believe, unless I heard incorrectly, Dodger, uh, you have some tombstone songs for us.
3: Uh I don't I'm going to have to go I, I, I tried to put my head down and think about a couple of them here but let's let's see I don't I'm a rap guy. I told okay, I'm, I'm from perfect. Los Angeles like grew up listening to rap so um I guess I would have to start with a song called These Walls by Kendrick Lamar. That's just my favorite song, don't know why. It's got it's kind of a jazzy song, a beat, tells a good story. I don't know. Uh, you want three? Yeah, preferably, yeah. Three, okay. I got through one. I lost uh, <laughs> Lost my train of thought there. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, something Like That by N.W.A. You guys familiar with that?
0: No. I'm familiar no. with
3: N.W.A. <laughs> yeah, a, I'm not it's a, guy a guy. song called Something Like <laughs> That. You know, it's got a good, good little beat to it. And then uh, Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony.
1: Yeah, you're cool. going Mr. Dubby's favorite. Where... She loves Bone yeah. Thugs. Those, would, those would be it. I was being sarcastic. She doesn't love Bone
4: Thugs. But...
0: <laughs> 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 I think, right, well, I think those
4: are fairly new, kind of a new realm to us. It's not usually the kind of tombstone songs we're hearing. But you guys we have like quite, a, quite an array.
1: So. We have had a rap song before, but you're the first one that went exclusively that exclusively. rap, so you yeah. are our first. We you're agree. also the first Dodgers fan we speak to that we like.
4: True. Um, it's the first one that we like.
1: Okay. That includes Dash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> God, I feel the love in here tonight. So, uh, Mrs. Eppie's,
1: uh, probably going to join us next week, so we're going to give her a pass on providing, unless she decides later she wants to. Um, But no, it's awesome. I can't wait. Um, Generally, uh, Beardo's probably the one who knows this, because he's the only one other than myself that has listened to every one of our podcasts, but
4: Mm -hmm. I will
1: go through, and I'll listen to the songs you said, and I will pick my favorite one and put it in
4: the outro. So.
1: Okay, my favorite one of your three songs will end up on that podcast.
3: Okay, so there you go.
4: All right. but I will I will add them to my Spotify playlist so that I can listen to them. Hopefully, kind
3: of expand you guys. You guys seem like classic rock guys. To me, am I wrong?
0: Alternative. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm,
4: I'm a punk <laughs> guy. Punk Green, guy. Day.
0: Green,
4: Green Day.
1: Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All spring, but then everything obs- obscure that you've never heard of before.
4: It's true. Pumpkin ska. Yeah. Pumpkin ska is my thing.
0: Yeah. I like to listen to like British, um Scottish screamo music myself. So that's generally where I, shit. you know, that's good yeah, shit. that's yeah, that's kind of like one of my ringtones at work. You know, like that's fucking awesome at a hardware store. Yeah, where when you're like, when hey, they get hey. those bagpipes
4: in there, yeah. Yeah. Ass bagpipes. yeah, yeah, Bad-ass yeah oh, bagpipes.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and I just start doing this like river dance shit in the middle of the store. It's fucking awesome if you see it. You like so, pull
3: off your pants like an nw or like an NBA warm up. Yeah, and yeah it's just
0: like a kill, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, kilt, yep. no underwear, and, and my hair, my hairy butt cheeks. That's all I get. Yeah, yep. <laughs> two quarter people, pounders is all I get. Give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. True.
1: <laughs> so uh, one thing I did want to make sure I mentioned tonight, get a little bit into story time here because uh, you two being Dodgers fans and us three being A's fans, there's one thing that we mutually agree on, and that's. Fuck San Francisco, um, but I have a wonderful story to tell. It goes all the way back to the year of two thousand four. I was. Story. It is you know where I'm going with this one already. Uh, uh, Beardo's bachelor party was actually we got a suite at an A's game up in Oakland, and the opponent that night was the San Francisco Giants. Yo. And it was a packed stadium. Like Mountain Davis was not tarped off. Like I remember they announced the attendance was the largest in baseball that season. It was like 56,000 some odd. Yeah.
4: Well, I remember I wanted two things from that game. I wanted the A's to win and I wanted it to go into extra innings because we bought a fucking suite and I wanted as much (laughs) time to that thing as I could get.
1: And both things happened because it's our starting pitcher. I think, I think Rich Harden was the starting pitcher and he got hurt like second inning. Um, yeah. so I made it a little bit closer. I think it did go extras, but it the did. part that I wanted to throw out there that I was the best was the, it was the twenty-fifth anniversary of the nineteen eighty-nine World Series. And I just remember them playing the highlights of the eighty nine World Series on the Jumbotron. Mm-hmm. And when the A's won, even though it was twenty five years later, when the A's won, everyone just like started. Tearing
4: their up. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: And I have to imagine probably every year that ends with eight, maybe the Dodgers do the same thing and they probably cheer to the highlight videos of them beating the ace or something. Mm. But
4: I imagine it's not as sweet though no. because we fucking hate the giants and we get to cheer that we beat the giants.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean the, the kind of the only thing the Dodgers can do in that sense is beat them in a, playoff series but that'll be a little while before the Giants get back to the playoffs
4: I'm okay with that yeah Uh, yeah I think (laughs)
3: it's weird like there's like there you know you can go around to different fan base you can ask a Yankees fan a Twins fan an Astros fan a Dodgers fan and an an A's fan what you know what what team do you like that's you know kind of just a random team a random throw in and you never get anyone saying the Giants you know what I mean? They're just not liked by anybody.
0: Who likes them? Who really, who, I mean, show of hands. Exactly. Nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nobody no. likes them. Yeah. yeah. That's, where, that's why, that's why your football, that's why your, even your football team loses in like a blaze of fucking glory the way they did um, during the <clears throat> Super Bowl.
4: Yeah. That's different. Yeah. What, what the 49ers are lovely.
0: Forty are, fuck the 49ers. Well, oh, man, you're stuck. oh, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> Mrs. L. was on. Oh, no, I got <laughs> to actually, actually defend my comments now. My bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, want the, I want the world to know one thing. So Stash is a Chargers fan. Chargers fans and Niners fans have no reason to really not like each other. Um, Stash is the only reason to hate the Niners is because Dirty Dan will not join in collusion in our fantasy football league and give up his good players. So stash could try to win. so it has nothing to do with the actual 49ers. 49ers In
0: my defense, in my defense, I, I was on, I had a lot of leverage to make this work at that point. When (laughs) I asked you guys to get in on this, just give up and give me your players because I had a lot of people that were getting hurt on my fantasy at that point. And so I had to, I had to make that move and say, give me your players so that I can see the next whatever six weeks out, whatever it was that I was at again, because I was finding myself in the same position as I did two seasons ago. And I knew what to do. But no, you guys didn't want to play along and go, "Okay, here. Yeah, we'll just give you our players. You wanted to be (coughs) in it like some Elizabeth Warren fan and take 20 percent of Super Tuesdays until I fucking I came in third place again. When I was like fucking winning it. Thanks, guys. At I appreciate second. it.
1: You got second place and then Oh, Second. If,
0: well, if you ain't first, you're last, buddy. Come on. You know that. Dodge,
1: uh, Dodger and Insider, what's your favorite
3: football team? Do you have one? Eagles. Eagles? Uh, Eagles.
1: Can you explain? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh.
3: So I, was, I was born in 95. So that was the last year that the that there was an LA football team up until 2014, 15, whatever it was, the Rams came back. Mm -hmm. And and I, I was just a huge Brian Dawkins fan. And that started in like, from what, from the early days of YouTube when I could watch his highlights and I've just always been a Deshaun Jackson is a Los Angeles person. He came from, uh, Los Angeles went to the Eagles and that was also a huge fan of his coming up through high school and college, kind of got to see him play locally. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just, just been a Eagles fan. Kobe Bryant my, was my favorite athlete in the world. He was an Eagles fan. That mm-hmm. had something to do with it, I'm sure.
0: Oh, um, I love
1: Kobe. Uh, I you, Kobe during I mean, COVID. So I was born in 82. I think I'm the only one in the virtual room here that was born in that year. But I'm completely baffled when YouTube is used for things other than watching their videos or something like I remember for the last time that's all YouTube was used for was, all right, I need to know what lyrics go to that song. And then,
4: (laughs) yeah, Yeah, very true. Well, I have to say that I, I love when you acted surprised that Dodger was an Eagles fan when we should be just as surprised that you're an A's fan because you are not originally from california and you have always been an ace fan i know trader. so i remember asking you a, i remember uh, asking you a very long time ago why you were an ace fan there is a story do you yes, remember why i know
1: i know why but it's going to lead to more questions but let's let's start with the <laughs> origin story and if you get to the other questions go ahead and ask them because i guarantee you, i don't have an answer for that so <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I did grow up uh, in a, in a rur- rural community in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, I classify ourselves as being poor, but not dirt poor, but we had the necessities and nothing more kind of
0: poor. Kind yep. of Amish poor, like that? Kind of, yeah. Appalachian poor. Kind of Amish poor. Uh, my parents had like
1: one vice, though, and their one vice was going into town, if you if you will and going to Dairy Queen once in a while. And in the late 80s, Dairy Queen, you get your soft serve ice cream and these mini baseball helmets. And when I was a child, green was my favorite color. There was only one baseball team with the color green, so I always got the Ace helmet, and it just happened to coincide with the fact that it was the late 80s, the A's were good. And that's why I was an A's fan, even though I lived 90 minutes from Pittsburgh, and the pirates were really good during that time, but the color green—that's all. That, that's all it took. <laughs> the to color green. So, because I mean, my parents like sports, but it's not like it was on all that all that often in my house. Plus, we only had three channels to begin with. But so there you go. There, there's, that's why Eppy's an A's fan. Yep.
0: Yeah. Dairy hmm. Queen
1: and the color green,
0: and I made it rhyme. <laughs> why why after six years i finally know that story that's i feel well, because I feel, this is
4: only my sixth or hey, seventh show on so i'm just it only took be too, so. one episode
0: <laughs> and she's she's married to him and she's barely hearing that story i was 10
2: years here never heard that story
0: <laughs> was that story different somehow like 10 years ago <laughs> <was> probably never <laughs> come you up you told
2: me no all you said oh, was green and elephants there you go that's what he told me yeah. Yeah, yeah. same yeah,
1: thing yeah. But you guys
2: get the whole elaborate nice story
1: but they're nice to me too he likes
4: talking to us wow
0: there's no people. pillow talk there's no pillow talk after this that's what it is so moving on with uh, back to baseball uh,
1: especially since we have an insider on here who probably keeps up with more sporting news than we generally get to. Um, One thing I know that's been floating around in the effort to try to get some sort of baseball season going, I've seen headlines where they're entertaining the idea of doing a true cactus and grapefruit league where baseball is being played, I think just in Florida and Arizona. So if baseball goes this route, just try to get a season in yes absolutely. is it worth it just to do it or is, it, is, it, is it, it's kind of like an early play is it worth it to try to do something fun and have it and I
3: think with the with, with the major Roma things I think what it'll come down to is that they'll start it like that they'll start it with that cactus and um, <laughs> grapefruit league and I bet they'll probably try to keep try and keep the al teams playing the al teams and the NL teams playing the NL teams. Um, they fabricated a bunch of uh, like a realignment and it's I have it right here it's makes no sense it's by the proximity of the ballparks in either league so you know the Dodgers play in Glendale Arizona and the Reds play in Goodyear and that's closer than the Dodgers playing the you know, whoever, it, it, which is ridiculous to me. It's all going to be about a 30-minute drive. So I think what they'll what they'll end up doing, this will end up starting the season in Arizona, which is good news for me. I actually live in Arizona right now, so I will be able to watch a lot of baseball. I'll probably get access to games that won't have fans quite yet. But I think ultimately it'll end up going going back to normal. And I think that a really good thing about the MLB possibly – Doing this this whole kind of controlled smaller league um, geographically is that it'll kind of it'll return a little bit of normalism back to the world. You'll have a sports league again. They'll probably be the first ones, honestly. If we don't see like the NHL or the NBA come back for playoffs, it'll be a step in the in in the direction of things going back to how they were. So I think that's kind of why they're they're talking so seriously about bringing the league back, and I think it's a really good thing. Stash, you
0: have any thoughts? Um, my thoughts are, bring the shit back. I, I, I'm, I can't. I, we have to watch something. Exactly, and uh, we'll just make it work. Yeah, we have to watch something and make it work. Like that's the that's the least they can do to help pass the time. It doesn't mean that people have to show up and watch it. Uh, but I like also like the idea that in order to watch the game, you have to get vaccinated type of shit. So, like, we're not infecting everybody, you know? Yep. So, but give us something. I can't watch reruns of old games anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so many times, I, you <clears> know, <throat> know, I just, I can't do it. I'm with you guys. Let's watch something.
1: Now, yeah. now, Beardo, you are I have a one different of the team. newest members of the A's Access Pass which entitles you to 50% off all food and drink at the stadium. And I feel like you're one of those people who's getting screwed over the hardest by this. So how do you feel?
4: Yeah. So in most years I would be all for this, just get baseball rolling. Just let's play some games. I miss the sport. I want to see the guys in green and gold go out there and suck the first half of the season and rocket the second half of the season and barely squeak into the playoffs. That's what I want to see. But this year, for the first time ever, uh, Mrs. Beardo and I bought um, the all-access pass, which is access to every single game, uh, the cheapest seats in the stadium. You get access to every single game. You get fifty um, percent off concessions, twenty dollars parking, twenty-five um, percent off ten dollars parking, twenty percent off, twenty-five percent off concessions, and twenty-four extra tickets to just bring a friend to any game. So it was really probably the best deal in sports. It's a fucking great deal. Um, and so this year we decided to buy it for the first time ever. We kind of mooched off my friend last year and it doesn't look like we're going to have fucking baseball in Oakland. And I bought $400 worth of tickets and can now I, I'm irritated and pissed can I, off.
3: Can I ask when, when did you make that purchase? January or February? January yeah, it was January. Okay. so it wasn't yeah. like it would have been a real slap in the face if you bought it like March
4: 10th <laughs> and, like, and then like a week later, like you, they're like, no, they're baseball's like, done <laughs> no baseball yeah <laughs> yeah, so what I'm expecting though, and what I what I hope happens is they give us an option, either get our money back or give us um, tickets for next year, because we're kind of getting screwed this year. And generally, the A's don't jack around their fans too much. So I imagine we'll get something. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm interested to see what's going to happen.
1: So this is what I think happened. And I think it's a general universal thing, Uh, meaning the universe itself is what happened was starting last summer, the Beardos and the Uppies, we started uh, going to A's games together Mm -hmm. and uh, no kids. Uh, we were leaving the kids behind, we're just eating a ton of junk food and drinking lots of beer and enjoying half off, our beer. Field, half off beer. And we're like, Hey, this we, we had uh talked about doing this A's past where we'll go with the beardo sometime. And we had made these grand plans of ditching the kids a bunch of times this summer to go watch baseball as adults. And then this shit happens like the universe says, No, you must suffer at home watching baseball on TV with your kids. And something I don't know I feel like somehow some way the universe is punishing us for yeah. daring to try having a life
0: without our children
4: yeah I think that makes us bad people to want to not spend time with our kids
0: no it makes you parents
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's what it does Yeah, don't try well, to glorify the fact that you don't want to spend time with your kids that you feel bad
2: well, I love my kids, and I am sad when I'm not with them.
0: As they are, as they are sleeping when we are doing this. <laughs> there is something else to this. though.
1: Every time Mrs. Eppy and I have taken the kids to any A's game, they have lost. Oh. The two times we went without them with Mr. and Mrs. Beardo last year, the A's kicked ass. So yeah, we it. the kids are actually kind
0: of Debbie yeah. Downers here. Don't right? take them. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: You have Tell no them. choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Time to cut your dead weight there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Leave them home. Yeah. 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 I don't believe in superstitions until they start actually working out. Then I start believing in them. Leave them home. Leave them home. Yeah, definitely.
4: (laughs) Yep. Never bring them again. Uh, I I do have I kind of want to get Dodgers fans take on this. So being an A's fan, we have an old shitty stadium that I just absolutely love. And everyone's always saying, oh, we need a new stadium. I will be absolutely sad when our stadium's gone because I love it. It's a dump. It's ugly. But it's my stadium. I know that Dodger Stadium, I believe, is actually older than the Coliseum. So how do you guys feel about Dodger Stadium? I would say every – Go ahead. How many times have you guys been there and how do you feel about it? How many times have I been to Dodger Stadium?
3: Too many to count. Uh, Wait, far too many, hundreds, probably. Um, I would say that probably every Dodgers fan would agree with me. We absolutely love Dodger Stadium. Absolutely love it. And this is before, I mean, all these uh, upgrades. Have you guys seen the renderings of the upgrades that they've been trying to make or that they've been making? Yeah. It's good stuff. It's a step in the right direction. Kind of one of the shitty things about this year is that I had – all-star game tickets i had home run derby tickets which is finally happening at Dod- happening at dodger stadium um that's one of the things i'm going to miss out on but i would say that if you ask any dodgers fan you absolutely love dodger stadium it's not like it's not old like fenway park where like the field's over here and you're like you're sitting at a, at a you know 45 degree angle away from the from the field um it's not a cramped stadium. It's very open. Los Angeles weather is really, really good for baseball games. It's, it's a very comfortable mm-hmm. stadium, I guess. Kind of the only bad part would be the pavilion seating, which is my favorite place to sit because it's just benches, not seats. You know, I guess that would be kind of one one complaint that I hear. But I would say every every Dodgers fan absolutely loves Dodger Stadium.
0: Yeah, I mean. That's about, that's about it. Really. Uh, parking is about what it is. It's will always be that, uh, But other than that, every time you go, you just feel, feel excitement. Like, even if like it's your first or your 100th hundred first time, you always still get there and you just get goosebumps and you feel this excitement, like, man, I'm home type of feeling. And you know, there's that saying where like, um, you can never really go home again. But that kind of like doesn't exist when you go to a stadium that you love. Like you always feel kind of that excitement of being home again. Um, And you're there and you're hanging out with people. And um, despite what you hear or or, um, or read in the news, um, Dodger Stadium is is not the violent uh, death bowl uh, that most people would like to portray it to be. It's not. Um, It's totally safe. It's family oriented. Um, It's an awesome place. So. Uh, I say, keep it, you know, you just fans have to make it what it is and not let the sports uh, media make it what it is because they don't, the sports media don't go every day and purchase the hot dogs and, and, and sodas and interact with the staff and the fan, you know, and the other fans, they report from a studio, you know, they report from a Twitter account, no offense, Dodger Insider and and that stat and that world, you know, so keep it man it does look like a dump but um on the inside and i've been to oakland a state i've been to the coliseum several a lot more probably than i would like to have gone dude it looks fantastic man you can't complain you know you're not getting splinters sitting in a seat so shit you're good to go
3: and kind of one more thing i want to add about that is that dodger stadium is actually built So like the energy that you feel when anything happens, whether it's, you know, someone hits a ground ball to the left side, you can feel everyone's momentum and um, attention shift right, right to the game. It's built right on top of itself. And there's, I've been to so many stadiums, whether it be baseball, basketball, hockey, football, I've been to so many stadiums in my life. There's nothing like Dodger Stadium. There's nothing like Dodger Stadium loud when, when something big happens in a game.
0: The only other place I felt that is when I went to go see, um, uh, Chicago, when I went to Chicago and watched and watched them play, um, I, that was like the only really old stadium where I was like, wow, this is fucking cool. You know, like just, just, it just felt authentic. And I just feel that way at Dodger stadium, you know? So. All right.
1: Well, uh, let's do, I just thought of it while you guys were talking. Um, uh, we're going to start with Dodger then we'll go to stash Beardo, miss Suppy, then myself um sounds like we have all traveled to some degree um what's your favorite baseball stadium that you've been to
3: not including dodger stadium um i went to i went to fenway park when i was a kid and i loved it i just i heard i i think it was like right after that movie what movie was it um fever pitch Mm -hmm. i think it was right after that and like you just like the yeah it was uh I don't know. That was kind of like fresh in my mind. And I just thought the green monster was the coolest thing in the world. With that being said, I didn't watch a game at that point. So like being an adult now, if I had to go sit in those seats, like I just referenced a minute ago, like they're like, they face away from the field. They're very small. I've heard there's, there's pillars that come down right into the middle of seats. Like that would be horrible. But I think one of the coolest places you could probably watch a baseball game from would be on top of the monster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Never been, but I would I would love to um, stash.
0: Um, absolute, Well, you know, again, absent of of Dodger Stadium, uh, Petco is probably the most fun place to go and watch a, a baseball game, um, even a Dodger game, because there are far more Dodger fans at Petco than there are actual uh, Padres. Um, because literally, the nightlife there is so fucking awesome, and it's so chill. You just go and hang out you know, afterwards and nobody's mad at each other. Um, that was pretty cool. But a really close first has to be Coors uh, Stadium because it's almost the same atmosphere um, and the same type of setup as Petco where they built the stadium in downtown Denver and you just kind of go after you're done and you just go bleed into the city and hang out. So that's, yeah. Nice. So mm-hmm. uh Beardo?
4: Um. You know, I actually haven't been to too many uh, ballparks, so besides the Coliseum, I think one of my favorite parks to go to is um, the Mariners Park up in Seattle. Um, I can't even remember what it's called right now, but uh, I've been there three or four times, and we have family that lives in Idaho, so whenever we go up there, we usually take in a, a Mariners game as well, and it's just just a good time. It's a nice park. It's got some really good food options, some good beer options, and it's just a good time with the family. So it's just kind of a nice place to be. All
1: right, Mrs.
2: Um, I'd have to say my favorite would be um, the Pittsburgh Pirates Stadium. Um, it's just beautiful. It looks over the rivers, and um, it's just so beautiful i love
1: it i don't know even when it's drizzling and cold i
2: know it was rainy and yeah when we were there but it was just this the view was just amazing i've never seen a view like that we've been to plenty of baseball games in different cities but this one just blew me away
1: yeah we we had one stretch in the summer of 2015 where we attended uh three baseball games in three different states within like a week and uh, started in Oakland, went to Pittsburgh, then Cleveland, and funny enough, all three games were decided by a score of two to one. Uh, wow!
2: <laughs> it ended with us partying, partying adjacent yeah. to the Astros. So there you go. Yeah. So she's still my
1: <laughs> she she's still my answer. I would have said PNC Park in Pittsburgh, but um, I kind of enjoyed uh, Progressive Field in Cleveland as well, although it seemed really small, like extremely intimate, but. The reason why it's going to kind of get my upvote was, you know, we were staying at uh, the Westin. The Westin. We're staying at the Westin and uh, we were partying in the hotel bar after the game. And we we're about ready to call it a night because this was after about a week straight of us staying up until five, getting up at 10, driving all over the place. Like we were just done. And then also the Houston Astros team bus pulled up to the hotel. And we're like, no, we're going to hang out. So we ended up shutting the bar down with the Astros players. We never spoke to anyone. We didn't have that kind of confidence, but uh, that's why we're okay with them winning the World Series because they are
0: drinking buddies. So
1: They don't know it, but they They don't are. know it.
0: <laughs> they, they spent a lot of money on you, huh? They didn't know oh, yeah, it. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been that close to Dallas Keigel before, so we're we're cool. Um,
3: <laughs> Great beard, too. So.
1: So uh, with that said, we are actually going to take a quick break uh, just to refresh and use the potty. And then we'll be back and finish up the show. So we'll see on the sure. other side.
0: Though. Yo, we got my homeboy
4: easy yeah. in the house. Compton's definitely in the house. Yo, in what we gonna call this shit? Tell him what your name is. Yeah, something like that. All right, we'll just kick this shit on the one. Kick it. Back by the man that was big as fuck. Because you was the public, you should know what's up. Compton's in the house was more than gold. It was a hit because it was based on some crazy shit. So a final conclusion has been permitted.
1: Punk's Welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the break. Um... We're going to continue on the baseball talk, and we are going to start because Stash just cannot let it go. Um, We're going to be spending more time talking about the Houston cheating scandal.
4: Stash is obsessed with this.
1: Since we have a different Dodgers fan on now, uh, Dodger Insider, we're going to start with you. Uh, How do you feel about the whole Houston cheating
3: shit? If you would have asked me this uh, two months ago, if you would have asked me this before Mookie Betts became involved if you would have asked me this when it was happening when they were revisiting the uh, the investigation when everything was going on I would have been a lot more mad there would have been a little bit more passion a little bit more fire but I don't know I think it's it's a disgrace to the game is what it comes down to I think that they those players got a lot off extremely easy Um, with that being said every single MLB player believes that as well and they'll get what's coming to them I don't think that they're going to have any more success. Do I think that they could have won without cheating? Probably not against the Dodgers that year. I think the Dodgers were insanely good. I mean, the Dodgers would have had the best record in the, you know, in the history of baseball had there not been a bad two week, you know, whatever, whatever that was, September, late August, mm-hmm. September, whenever that was. Um, so they played a insanely good team. And I say that from an unbiased standpoint, they were good top to bottom pitching, managerial and maybe there's arguments on that but um the team on the field they played one of the best teams to ever be to to ever play a game of baseball and um i've seen the astros be good there's no question whether these guys are good and it's just that's why it's such a disgrace to the game that they they would do that and there are so many you know, there's so many he said, she said things about this guy didn't want, you know, the uh, the beating of the trash can. This guy didn't want the buzzer. That guy didn't want this. Regardless to me, if I was in, maybe I, I have honor and these guys don't, but I would not at any point ever be involved in that because it is just that uh, a disgrace to the game. That's kind of my opinion on it.
1: Did that state your appetite there, Stash? Do you feel better now? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want I right. to respond
4: to that real quick, though. Um, it's, it's never going to <laughs> One of the things that I do at my job is I'm a mock trial coach. And one of the attorneys that I worked with had the saying. And that was winning forgives a lot of sins. So basically, it's do whatever you can to win. Because when you win, people don't give a shit about how you won. You won. And so... Um, Is this a case of that? I mean, is that what these players are being kind of their mentality? And is it really that unusual? I mean, aren't there other people cheating as well? That depends on what
3: standpoint you come from. I mean, if you want to talk about stealing signs when you're a guy on second base, peeking around the pitcher and looking at a guy's signs, one, you're probably never really going to pick anything up. If you do, you're not going to be able to relay it to your guy. It's been happening for 100 years, but a camera – in center field and a guy with a towel blocking off his screen and then hitting a trash can. I mean, is that like, is that not comical to you? Is that like, if <laughs> if, you, if I, if I told, and I, and I, and I can say this because I've heard on a, on a different podcast, uh, a hockey podcast. So it was a sports podcast and these guys are professional athletes and they, and someone brought it up on the podcast and they were dying, laughing, thinking it was hilarious hearing about the buzzers and the, you know the tattoo thing in 2018 and uh or in 2019 and it's just like it's comical and 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 i think that yeah to answer your question that is definitely what that is that's winning cures all no one gives a shit how you won you won yeah i mean just look like at the gop and it's like well, these,
4: and is that is that why these players are getting off so light?
3: No, they, they were granted immunity i like yeah. I, I think i can't even yep. fathom that but but they I think in
4: any other era, these guys would be done in baseball. They would not be playing no. another game. Absolutely,
3: I, I I have to do. I mean, obviously, um, um, you know, marketability comes into that as well. But I agree with I agree with that. I think if this if this would have happened in the Barry Bonds era, these guys would be done.
0: Yeah, but but you those are like apples to oranges. That like it's 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 being compared to because one thing is okay so they they basically said, "Yes, we cheated, okay, and then gave this half shit apology, and the whole idea of um coming down to the commissioner was that um eventually we're gonna move on from this because time happens and people forget, and he was betting on that, and he bet on and he won the bet and that was that was a fucking seven to two long shot that uh, seven to two shot in there, and he's winning fucking big because COVID hit. And people fucking forgot and now we want baseball again and no one's going to remember, oh, Houston fucking cheated. We're all going to be happy. We're not all going to be happy, but the majority of baseball fans are going to be happy to have sports again. And this is what he was betting on because he knows that America has a very um, short, short, um, limited mindset of like memory, right? So (laughs) he was betting on (laughs) anyone and here we are again lack of passion because people are going to be like i'm just happy it's back but fuck houston right and that's what they're going to say and oh maybe i might hit him two or three times or i might hit you know shoot for his head every time the pit you know when when he goes up to bat but that's what he betted on and, and he won but we should still put the pressure on him because again you can't be so egregious about it right everybody cheats to win right It happens no matter where you go. It just matters on how egregious you are about it. See, You can't be that egregious.
1: See, I I, I feel complicated. I I feel very conflicted at the idea of, you know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Because I'm pretty sure that statement is 100% true in any major sports team in any league. Um, But where I feel conflicted is I'm also a Cleveland Browns fan. So (laughs) if they were also cheating during all this time, like, <laughs> how, 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 how terrible they are.
4: They're True. not good cheaters. They're terrible cheaters.
1: But, <laughs> I mean, Stash, you bring up a good point. Like, Manfred is going to win, but it was on accident. Yeah. it's not like <clears throat> he knew COVID-19 was happening, but... He got lucky for it. And I, I think the reason why I initially wanted to jump in was because, man, the Houston Astros would have just been a whole lot better off not trying to quote-unquote apologize because their apology was not an apology at all. It's like the abusive husband saying, see what you made me do. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. It's not an apology. They They were not sorry at all. So don't no. even –
0: but, but his, but the commissioner went out well, and they don't basically. Have to be sorry,
4: they're not being remember,
0: punished. Remember, the commissioner basically went out <laughs> and said that you know we're we're gonna get through this. Time's gonna go on, and we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna keep going because he knew something else would happen to make people forget. He got lucky because that that was his gamble, right? He was he was like waiting for something to happen, and COVID happened. That's that's his gamble, right? He had his he had his his uh, snake eyes on this shit, so here we are wanting we wanting sports back so badly that we're like all right well we guess we love you abusive husband um come on back because we know we need the revenue Um, but beat me again maybe next year or something no offense to any of of our listeners who may have had domestic violence in their lives or whatever but anyways (laughs) If that's the analogy that we're using, it's a <laughs> fucked up. It's it's fucked up because we want him back, but still, fuck Houston, fuck I, them. I have I have players. three. I,
3: I have three things to say about that. One, you okay. you brought up Rob Manfred. That guy's a fucking joke, and I learned a lot about him during this time. During this this. This issue, I mean, this guy literally went on, you know, he who's quoted saying, I didn't want to take the championship from them because it's just a piece of metal. It's called the fucking commissioner's trophy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like that's, that just shows stupidity and kind of ignorance to what's going on. You said that the, that apology that they gave I mean, do you remember the first day when players started reporting, were you guys paying attention to kind of some of the interviews like Carlos Correa telling Cody Bellinger to shut the fuck up? Yep. <laughs> How are you okay with saying that? How How can you be Rob Manfred and be okay with having these guys mm-hmm. who are champions, right? Mm-hmm. I say that mm-hmm. with quotes for people that can't see me, champions. And then they're out there saying stuff like this while they have already openly admitted to cheating. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean that's – I don't know. That's kind of the main point I wanted to exhaust. But um kind of lost my train of thought you guys
4: <laughs> well but they apologized right so it's all good i mean don't you just exactly. have to be sorry and oh. then it's all good i got so.
3: it i got it yeah. yes right no uh the, the thing with me about about the the scandal in in general it happened in 2017 right we lost yeah. in 2018 as well so as a dodgers fan it's like well fuck yeah <laughs> you know fuck but as a baseball fan, that's ridiculous. That sucks. It's disrespectful to the game. With the – you said it's kind of perfect. This guy didn't know COVID was going to happen and all this, and, and he kind of won on a 1,000-to-1-odd bet. It's it, – that's right. Also, as a Dodgers fan, I want to I go win this year. I don't give a shit how it happens. I don't care if we play every game in Arizona. Like I told you, I'll post up on a fucking – water tower and watch every single game if I have to with binoculars you know what I mean I don't I don't I don't care as long as it happens and the Dodgers can prove that they're a winning team especially right now I mean that if you look at any power rankings and if you just think about the teams that are being assembled across the MLB right now the Dodgers are I don't want to say far and above but kind of far and above the favorite you know what I mean if you're if you're looking at like gambling odds don't put your money on the Dodgers because they're supposed to win you know what I mean? And I would love to see them win type of thing. So, um, I don't know. I, I, it would be cool yeah. to play the Astros too. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's let's round this out and then let's get Dodgers Insider's view of like um, when the season opens up again. Because it will open up. Yeah. What is your view of the current cast that they have uh, on the team right now? And how do you think it will play out with the current cast?
3: Really well. Um, the only thing, the only thing that who to watch is going to be Mookie Betts. It's going to be see if Belly can. I don't think Bellinger is going to have the same season he did last year, but if he can have four fifths of that season, awesome. Because now we have a guy named Mookie Betts who's going to be playing every single game next to him in the outfield. Right, we're not having, we're not cycling through Jock AJ four different outfielders every single game. You know what I mean? There was multiple times during the season where there was, you know, in in a four game span, the Dodgers were playing, you know, four, you know, three or four different outfielders um, at those two, you know, uh, corner outfield positions. So I think that the consistency behind that, that helps. I think that the pitching staff that kind of has had problems in the playoffs other than Kershaw, I'm still waiting on Kershaw to have a great, playoff you know outing to so see you guys know i just feel it's going to happen um i think that they there's a little bit of a fire in their stomach i think that there's a uh, there's going to be a little bit more consistency from the pitching staff also getting back guys like alex wood who is used to come it's not like you're picking up a free agent who's picking up you know who, who's who's hitting the ground they're, they're hitting the ground running because he's been here before he's had success here before i think it's going to be um a good
1: year. I have a question for Dodger Insider. Uh, We we spent a lot of time tonight talking about how the Dodgers got screwed and the cheating scandals uh, with the Astros. But on the flip side of thing, how does it feel to you being an Eagles fan, having a team that won the championship against a group of known cheaters?
3: Awesome. That's, that's the, you know what I mean that I I, I can yes. look at that and then I think about the Dodgers. That's why I just said I hope that we can play the Astros in in the World Series. You know, assuming there's going to be a World Series, mm-hmm. if we could play the Astros and not beat them in 7, just go beat them in 4. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I like I like that would yeah. be the best cuz it's it's disrespectful to the game. I mean the the Patriots thing, I don't find it as as disrespectful with like the like inflate gate let's take that as an example that's our deflate gate whatever you want to call it deflate gate yeah deflate gate um that i don't find that as such a disrespectful thing that it's like in baseball you have two guys you have a pitcher and you have a batter and those guys are going to start the play anytime so when a batter has such a um knowledge of what's coming i think that that literally you know deflects the entire output of a game because that's how every single play starts you know what I mean you can run the ball NFL teams run the ball roughly 50 to 55 percent of the uh, percent of the time a deflated football doesn't matter that much just using that as an example you know what I mean but all in all it feels good to beat a cheater
0: yeah (laughs) yeah hell yeah it's like beating your bully you know (laughs) yeah I like it all right Okay, well uh to I actually close this all off, um because <clears throat> we all like to talk about food. We love like food <laughs> and I love yep. food. Everybody loves Food's food.
4: the best. <laughs> the best
0: fucking favorite stadium food anybody's ever had, right? We've all been to yep. a number of stadiums, right? We've we've had their food. Um sometimes I feel like they're kind of the same across the board on some things, but each stadium has that one thing that is different, that it makes it so unique that you're like, fuck yeah, you got to eat it here. You can't have it anywhere else. Uh, we'll start off with a uh, Dodgers insider because he is our guest. Uh, favorite stadium food?
3: This is a little bit harder for me than it is or a little bit easier for me than it is for you guys because I eat like a little kid. I don't eat like onions or <laughs> tomatoes or anything like that. So like I don't even eat Dodger dogs or anything. Um, Interesting. I, uh yeah um dodger stadium i believe they discontinued it this last year but they used to have this strawberry shortcake funnel cake
0: mm-hmm.
3: that my fiance would get every time i would i've never ordered it but every time she gets it i'm like ah it's not even that good and i'll eat it and i'm just like fuck that's so good like that's
0: <laughs> that's just the that, every time i
3: go back it's yeah. so good
1: <laughs> strawberry shortcake Here. funnel
3: cake it's so good yeah i can smell
0: it you know what you know what's so sad is that we've been locked up so long in this like weird quarantine i can smell like funnel cake and just like the whole idea of straw sweet strawberry and cinnamon in the background it almost smells like a carnival e type of you know stadium you kind of get that whiff you know of the air and oh god that's just that smells delicious right now and then like the, Mm -hmm. the sweet powdery sugar on top Oh, yeah. There you Breathe go. Breathe
3: it in, like cough, but you're not even mad because it's so good.
0: You know right? What I mean? <laughs> All right, Beardo, what about you? You're looking hungry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I am looking hungry. I'm um, <laughs> feeling hungry. Uh, <laughs> I know you guys think I'm going to say garlic fries because I've talked about those mm-hmm. damn garlic fries at the Oakland Coliseum several times, but it's not that. That is not my favorite food from the Coliseum. Not even close. Um, my favorite, and they've discontinued it. It makes me very sad. Is called the Big Atomic Hot, and it's a SAGS brand um, hot link, but it's about a foot long, and it is just the hottest fucking hot link I've ever had. It's a great deal. You put some grilled peppers on top of it, put some spicy uh, brown mustard on top, and that thing is just fucking delicious. So I miss them. And I wish the Coliseum still had them, but um, that's that's by far my favorite um, food at the Coliseum ever. Um, however, I would love to go to Dodger Stadium. My family are all Dodger fans, all of them. And so the Dodgers are kind of like my National League team. I would love to go to Dodger Stadium and try a Dodger dog. Someday that's going to happen.
0: You better do it soon.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Not this year, apparently.
0: Yeah, not this year. Hey, hey, hey!
4: Stay positive here. Yeah,
0: Uh, (laughs) what is your what is your food 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 of uh, a stadium food? uh, the stadiums
1: I've been to and all the food I've eaten, I think the most uh, enjoyable experience I had was I I have had um, pierogies at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. I love those little sons of bitches. And I'm pretty sure there's probably not another stadium in America that you can get pierogies at. So pierogies at PNC Park with uh, some grilled onions on top. No, you lost
3: me. I was turned on until you said that onion thing.
0: (laughs) 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 What about Mrs. Uppy? What is her favorite stadium food? She is here, everybody. I am
2: here. So... (laughs) I'm not the type to remember food super well and um, especially when going to stadiums. Um, so I'm just going to, because it's um, the most fresh in my mind, it's going to have to be the um, helmet nachos.
0: <laughs> oh, those are good. <laughs> yes. nachos. Um,
2: they're super good. They have shredded um, chicken or pork, I think, in it. Pork, yeah. And yep. yeah, I always get the pork with everything in it and it's, the bomb, and I'm a basic bitch, and I love that stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's even better when you have one of those A's access passes, and it's only $7.50. Uh,
4: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you guys are going to have to come up and take advantage of my access pass.
1: For, with the A's access pass, you can get that helmet nachos and a margarita for $15 instead of 30 So, yes. just That damn pass pays for itself.
4: It does, yeah. quickly, when you're drinking beer. But I'm, I'm assuming that's
3: at the Coliseum, right? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Okay, I, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta retract a little bit because at Camelback Ranch, spring training. So I don't know if it counts. It counts. The helmet, not the helmet nachos. They're a little bit different. Okay, a little bit different. Uh, it's probably like the best like treat I think I've ever had at a baseball game. I had it like three. I had it like a month ago, and I had tickets to all these. I don't want to talk about it anymore. The nachos were good. <laughs> the nachos were
0: good. He's, 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 he's got the COVID frustration. Everybody, <laughs> we yeah, need to get that's out. What that is. Um, and <laughs> when I went to see uh, the Chicago Cubs played, um, having an actual Chicago dog um, in the stadium was probably by far the my favorite fucking uh, stadium food because uh, the literally the place where they make. The chicken and the hot dogs that they make there for them, you know, from all the little parts of the pig or chicken yeah. were made only a, a mile away and they literally have them delivered that day. So there are fresh parts, you know, Yeah. but that's not the point. The point is that I had a fresh fucking Chicago dog um, and it was super awesome because they knew how to do it and they had such attitude about getting preparing your fucking Chicago dog that if you told them anything different, they like literally like gave you shit about it. They're like, what the fuck do you know? You're not preparing your Chicago dog. Especially when you're coming from California. What were you thinking? No, no.
1: Secondly, how was Rocky? um,
0: Hold on. Hold on. on It's not your favorite. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. Hold on. It just, it just goes
4: high in, in, uh, (laughs)
0: Colorado, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I flew to Chicago. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens around here, but Chicago—that's that, that's my favorite because that was that was fucking cool, and it was right there. Um, and you really get a good Chicago dog because I've gone places that like Chicago pasta house and Chicago pizza house this, and you'll never get a good Chicago dog. You got go to go Chicago to do that. So, that's my favorite take right now. Besides the Dodger dog. Nice.
1: Not the balls in mouth. Okay. No, no Rocky Mountain oysters for Sash.
0: No Rocky Mountain oysters for me.
4: He doesn't eat those at the ballpark.
0: (laughs) No, no, not with all those handsome men around. I don't want to get any ideas. (laughs) Well, I guess that concludes everything for tonight. Uh, I want to thank uh, Dodger Insider for coming in and um, Absolutely. joining us. And I hope that uh, your your venture proves fruitful for you. And um, if you decide to venture off, that uh, your 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 great followers decide that they have a good source of information for the next year. Uh, Uppy and Mrs. Uppy, thanks for coming out. And Beardo, you know, as always. As um,
3: always. Does anyone have any right. parting last words? Thanks for having me on. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Sure. I really, I really, really appreciate well, it. Now. Thank you for coming Fuck on. Yeah, it was fun.
1: <laughs> and at one last time, Dodger Insider, make sure you pimp yourself. Where can we find you on social media?
3: Um, at Ravine Insider LA on Twitter.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, stay tuned uh, for next week where you have more fun and shenanigans. And until next time, we just hope everyone stays healthy and safe. Keep staying inside. It's working. We promise you this will be over soon, although I, I have to admit I must have a pretty boring life because I think this whole shelter-in-place thing hasn't affected me too much. So I guess that's a sad sack to begin with. And with that said uh, – Until Sash, the
0: five kids come out next year. <laughs> right.
1: With that said, it's Mrs. Upping, Dodger Insider, and myself. We all wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and a good night.
4: Boom, 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 boom. What you gonna do? when it ain't nowhere to run When judgment comes for you When judgment comes for you What you gonna do? When it ain't nowhere to hide When judgment comes for you Cause it's gonna go for you I've been a plan to heaven. follow the Lord on 24/7 days. God is who we pray, even though the devil's all up in my face, but he's keeping me safe and in and my place. Safe, safe. to the gates of race but I'd change the face of judge and I guess my soul won't buzz.
0: Grudge me 'cause it's no buzz.